This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, folks, I read a book a long time ago. It's a great book. It's by M. Scott Peck, who since passed many years ago. But it's called People of the Lie. I'm going to show the cover for you a little later. Um, It's an amazing book about how people, how sociopaths, evil, genuinely evil people, how they lie and, 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 and how they attack others for their own life failures. It's a transformative book. It really is. I'm going to get into it today because the lies and the evil we're seeing right now are really just hard to get your arms around. They're just so profound. It's going to be an important show today. Today's show brought to you It's always in the beginning by ExpressVPN. My savvy listeners protect their online activity with a VPN. Get one. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Just again, a a tragic week. Uh, A lot happened in the news that I couldn't get to yesterday, given the tragedy in Uvalde. We're going to get to a lot of it today, Um, including the new narrative that's building. The new narrative that uh, good guys with a gun are useless. We should only let the bad guys have guns and prey on all of us like sheep. No, 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 no. Don't say, oh, they're not going there. Yes, yes, they are. Uh, This is what I do for a living. I have a liberal BS detector like no one else. Stay tuned. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, Joe, let's go. Let's go, bro. Let's go, baby. All right. Yeah, let's get it done, man. We got we, we owe you a good show. And uh, listen, even though it's tough times, you still got to, you know. Yeah. Still got to follow everything that's going on there. Yes, sir. So uh, thanks for your attention over the last few days. We really appreciate it. So, you know, I thought of that book this morning I addressed in the beginning of the show, People of the Lie. Uh, Scott Peck was just a fantastic author. He was a psychiatrist, a mental health professional, and a very talented one. And he interviewed a lot of deeply troubled people. And in his book, People of Lie, you'll see he comes to the conclusion that evil is very real. Now, how people get evil is a topic for another day. Child abuse, sexual abuse, just uh, sometimes, maybe, who knows? You just, your brain is not working like it should be working. But let me make no mistake with you, and he doesn't either. Evil is very real. And evil people have similar patterns. Everything with them is a victim of everything else. They blame their evil actions on someone else. They did it. They're always victims. Sound familiar? But they rely on the lie. Their whole lives are a lie. Now, the left does this now. Folks, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but you're looking at the face of really genuinely awful and evil people when their sole purpose is to burn this place to the ground and cause racial division during a time of national tragedy. I'm very sorry, but that's actual evil. That's not like political misfeasance. That's actual evil. I'm going to go through a series of stories today showing you 
how in this time of national tragedy, where we need to be looking at how to protect the kids, they did a whole show on it yesterday. I'm going to do a show on it Saturday night on Fox. There are people totally committed to political narratives rather than saving our kids' lives. That is genuine evil. Here's what I mean. Here's a clip I saw. The, I can't believe this. I'm having a hard time even for her. You can always count on the race hustlers out there on the liberal side to try to burn this place to the ground when there's gasoline on the floor and everybody needs to get out. They light the match every single time. Here is a video. It's, it's really, this is just hard to believe after what happened last week and everything. Here's AOC talking about how white supremacy, yes, white supremacy is the, by far the biggest problem, this is it. We got to, they're, they're even underselling the degree of the problem. Now, if that's true, if that's true, I want to know too. I want to be, be absolutely transparent with it. If that's the case, we need to hear about it because we need to allocate resources to stop this. Here's AOC saying, we're actually undercounting the white supremacy problem. Check this out. You look at FBI statistics which underreport hate crimes, police statistics, which also underreport, even all the institutions that underreport hate crimes still has white supremacist groups as by far, by far the leading uh, driving, the leading driver of domestic terrorism in the United States. And that's with all the generosity that they get from underreporting. It's not even close. It's like the bar of white supremacist violence is like this. And then it's like all the other categories are like that. People of the lie, folks. People of the lie. People whose entire lives are about lying to you and pretending to be victims themselves as they try to burn this place to the ground. That's a testable hypothesis, is it not? The hypothesis AOC just put out there that white supremacy is such a massive problem. Now, we're not arguing it's a problem. AOC is making a scale argument that the scale of the problem is bigger than any other problem. Radical Islamic terror, white supremacy is it. Here's the problem. AOC is not very bright, but she's bright enough to know because she's surrounded by people smarter than her that she's lying. Now, proving to you she's lying because this show does facts and data. AOC does nothing but lie because she's one of those people of the lie. Their entire lives are lying. Here's a Washington Post article from just the other day by Megan McArdle, who in a rare moment of uh, of honesty was allowed. Megan McArdle does some da- centrist kind of da- da- you know uh, down the middle reporting. The Washington Post oddly allowed this to be published. Megan McArdle, beware the data on American right wing violence. Now, if you believe AOC, you'd believe Megan McArdle when she says beware the data is talking about how how Joe right-wing white supremacist violence is undercounted, right? Yeah. That's what AOC said. It's even worse than you can imagine. Right. Even though she says, if you watch my show on Rumble, it's th- huge, this big of a problem. And our side is just that big. She doesn't mention Antifa, BLM, none of that other stuff, of course. All right. Beware the data on American right-wing violence. But oddly enough, Megan McArdle went and looked at the actual data. She says, drill down further into the data. And you'll find other cases are even less clearly political, talking about white supremacy violence. Some of these cases they use in this reporting are prison gang members engaging in pedestrian criminal violence, white supremacists killing their wives, people with mental illness acting on elaborate delusions that sometimes include references to right-wing conspiracy theories, people embroiled in criminal trials or child custody disputes who become enamored of sovereign citizen theories, 
And she says, I'm not cherry picking a few ambiguous outliers, McArdle says. I'm arguably describing the majority of the incidents in the Anti-Defamation League's 2021 report. Every one of these killings is a horrific tragedy. But it's not clear they all have much to do with politics as the ADL itself acknowledges. We're going to continue to stick to facts here, folks. White supremacy, black nationalism, Islamic fundamentalism, anti-Semitism, anti-Buddhism, anti-Hinduism, hating people based on their religion, skin color, national origin, whatever sexual identity, hating people based on that hate and crime. There's no place for that in a Republican, a representative democracy, where whether you agree with people's religion, sex life, whatever, as long as they're not committing any crimes, they are free to do that. But people like AOC who refuse, fundamentally refuse to tell you the truth, to stir the flames of division in this country. These people are horrible, genuinely awful human beings. And that's what evil looks like. Not only is AOC lying to you, she's lying to you twice, telling you it's the biggest problem in the country, citing reporting that the ADL, Anti-Defamation League, acknowledges, eh, we can't really attribute this so much, the crime to white supremacy. And then she tells you and say that not only the Megan McArdle's premise that it's overcounted is wrong, but she goes on the other side and says, no, no, it's actually undercounted and even worse. Listen, folks, it's up to us to be rational and reasonable, to call for calm, and it's up to us to block out the noise. The media and the left wants nothing more than to leverage all these incidents for further division. That's all they're there for. They are there to lie and to lie to you often. And I'm telling you to block out the noise. Here, here's another perfect example. So there's this guy, Timothy Burke on Twitter. I'll show you his tweet in a minute. Obviously a leftist uh, uh, who just really has no grasp of reality whatsoever. He thought it would be a good idea to try to call out Fox and Bill Malugin. So he took a six-second cut, and he says, you know, put up the tweet first. Probably probably put it a little bit out of order. He put up, he took about two minutes to repeat an unverified rumor on air that it was some sort of border patrol chase, talking about the Uvalde uh, school shooting. In other words, he's saying, look at Fox and Bill Malugin, eager to make this an immigration issue. And I want you to notice the cut he attaches, how it's only six seconds long. This is what they do. This is all they do. Here, check this out. There were rumors that were flying around that this was some sort of border patrol chase. I have not heard anything. Uh, He cuts that off. He cuts that off. Why does he cut that off? Because as the Blaze notes in their piece, which you can read in a newsletter, here's the full quote. There were rumors that were flying around. This was some sort of border patrol chase, said Malugin. Quote, I've not heard anything of the sort. Here's where it goes on. I've not confirmed any of that information. I have no reason to believe any of those rumors are credible at this moment. Notice how he cuts that out. Timothy Berg only, only cuts out the most substantive portion of the whole thing. Yeah. It's like saying, I heard rumors Joe Armacost was involved in a murderous bank robbery last night. Cut. And then going on to say, but those rumors are totally ridiculous. Joe was down here in Florida producing Joe. Yeah, just leave out the only, you know what it reminds me of, Joe? I don't know if you remember this. But that story, uh, they they did what was it out of this the military office the uh, the, the, the naval uh, what was it the DNI or whatever where they left out not 
and they cut not out. I don't know if you remember the story, but it was like, it was the exact opposite of what they said. Like this is when you're a person of the lie, you understand your goal is nihilism and destruction. That is your end game. Folks, I like to speak you know, kind of 64,000 feet about this stuff sometimes and not just get into the news. You got to understand yeah, that we are the most productive, successful, prosperous society in the history of planet Earth because of a constitutional republic established order, freedom, liberty, and capitalism. The left hates all of that stuff. They hate meritocracies, capitalism, order. And the only way to get you to believe you live in the worst place on planet Earth in order to destruction and great reset it and didn't use those words by accident and reset it over to a totalitarian top-down society is to get you to believe this place is genuinely horrible. The only way to do that, despite you seeing that despite our flaws, this is a pretty darn great place to live, is to lie to you constantly and gaslight you. It's the nihilist approach. Hey, uh, just for full disclosure, I took about yeah. a second and a half off of that to clean it up to get to the money cut, the Bill Malusion cut, because it was a oh. little stammering up front. Just want our listeners okay, to know that. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, see, unlike uh, you know the other guy, we actually disclose that stuff. But he leaves that out conveniently to make it again appear that Fox News was trying to push a false narrative. So moving on. They need to take away your ability to defend yourself, too. Not only do they push nihilism and the destruction of this place, making you believe you live in the worst place on planet Earth. But they want you not to be able to defend yourself if, God forbid, things were to break bad. That is the goal of the leftist. Every totalitarian, tyrannical society from the inception of human consciousness is used disarming the citizenry as a way to impose their tyranny top down. It's why the left is in love with the idea of taking away your guns and gun confiscation. But they are ignorant, they are hypocrites, and some of them are outright frauds. Here's what I mean. Cue up that cut for me of Michael Moore. Michael Moore was on a left-wing nut station yesterday. Michael Moore, you know, the, uh, guy, who's, the guy, who's, guy who's in love with the Whopper um, all too much. Michael Moore was on yesterday calling for a repeal of the Second Amendment. So here it is, and I'm going to show you again who this person really is, how the left uses tragedy, uses a narrative, promote nihilism, destroy what's here, great reset it, and then make sure during that great reset you disarm the citizens too because you cannot have an armed citizenry. Here's Michael Moore. I don't know, to nickel and dime this, I don't know if that's going to do it. I think that we need some really drastic action here. Um, we need a moratorium, perhaps, on gun sales. Um, we need to, who will say, on this network or any other network in the next few days, it's time to repeal the Second Amendment. Hmm. Oh, you can't say that. Well, why not? Why not? And he goes on and on to rail against the Second Amendment and your ability. Remember, you folks, again, you did nothing wrong. A deranged lunatic shot his grandmother in the face and a bunch of kids. You did nothing wrong. You're in that mourning period here, too. And attaching you to this thing and somehow hinting you had something to do with this is just disgusting. Now, remember this story from 2015? Again, these people are ignorant, they're hypocrites, and they're outright frauds. Michael Moore's bodyguard arrested on airport gun charge. Hmm. It's not even hard, folks. Every single time. Remember Cori Bush, left-wing congresswoman, member of the squad, Cori Bush? Yeah, you got to defund the police. Cori Bush spends tens of thousands of dollars on security. 
It just never ends, folks. Now, um, I I know what the left's going to do moving forward, again, as they lie. People of the lie as they move forward in order to get you to feel like you're responsible for the deaths of children and this this kid's grandmother, who I I, I believe is still struggling for her life. They're going to foster a bunch of nonsense left-wing narratives. going to say gun control definitely works. I mean, just look at what happened in Australia. I'll get to that uh, uh, in a second. I've got, let me get to my second sponsor. Also, the lying, folks, the lying, always lying about what happened. I didn't even get to the elections yesterday. I'm going to show you at a, with a Hillary Clinton cut how they say the exact opposite thing, and yet they expect you to believe one of them. Uh, it's, it's just it's so, so easy. I target folks in uh, Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. It's sad to say, but you got to be prepared and trained to defend yourself and your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. It's a revolutionary system. It allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range. And with inflation causing the price of ammunition to skyrocket, you'll save a ton. Here's how it works. You just download the iTarget proprietary app. You load the laser round into your firearm and you start your training experience. It's our responsibility to be safe and proficient with our firearm. And iTarget will help you develop your trigger control, your grip, the sight picture, the sight alignment, muscle memory, your draw. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharper than almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10%. Plus, get free shipping with the offer code Dan. Makes a great gift uh, for Father's Day. It's less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com. Use offer code Dan. Check it out. So here's what I'm talking about. You know, I've been involved in debates about firearms forever. I have experience with firearms. They amazingly have never shot themselves. Uh, Joe, have you ever had a gun that shot itself just magically, just mm-hmm. picked up and shot itself where you're like, it's floating in thin air as if managed by a ghost? You're like, my gosh, sit down. How did you do that? No. I've never had that happen. So, of course, they have to use nonsense narratives to make you believe that the gun is the problem and not the people behind it, right? So they'll tell you, oh, gun control works. Look at Australia. Australia has been a model of gun control. They've had, uh, you know, all kinds of statistics showing how successful it's been as they learned to control guns. They did. I'd like you to read this report from 2019, which I bring up often from the Australia Institute. Australia, more guns now than before Port Arthur. Remember the Port Arthur massacre? Wait, I thought that only happened in the United States. They told us that too. Is that another lie? They told us there were only mass shootings in the United States. Kind of strange. How it's happened before in Norway, Egypt, Mexico, elsewhere. But they told us it only happened here. But it didn't because they're people of the lie and they're lying again. But they've also told you what a great success gun control has been in Australia. It has. New research from the Australia Institute finds that there are more guns in Australia now than there were before the Port Arthur massacre and introduction of strict gun controls. I will put that report, by the way, in the newsletter because your leftist friends, again, do nothing but lie all the time. Look how successful gun control is. It's amazing. We got all the guns in Australia. You did. That's incredible because there are actually more guns now. So you can't have it both ways. Either you cite the declining crime rate in Australia due to gun control being a lie or you acknowledge the fact that declining crime means more guns because the correlation works our way, not your way. You can't have it both ways. So I was trying to get up before inarticulately. They try to tell you that they'll make simultaneously two different points that contradict each other and they ask you to believe both. 
More guns equals more crime. Yeah, but there's more guns in Australia. Oh, no, I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it that way. Here, here's another one. Ignorance, hypocrites, frauds. People of the lie. Remember this from yesterday? Here's a basketball coach, Steve Kerr, the Golden State Warriors. Steve Kerr, the basketball coach. He knows a lot about social issues, except when you actually ask him about social issues. So Steve Kerr took the opportunity, instead of you know coaching basketball stuff, to condemn the GOP and everyone else who just believes in the right to defend themselves against mass murderers. Steve Kerr starts calling out the GOP over the incident you've all again, not not bothering to pay attention to any of the facts, just trying to you guys, the GOP and Mitch McConnell, you did it. Here, check this out. Fifty senators in Washington are gonna hold us hostage. Do you realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want Background check, universal background check. 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. Yeah, we've had enough of you. You're a moron. You've always been a moron. You're a pathetic, spineless loser. A disgusting human being who's done no homework at all on why people want what you call universal background checks. As I said yesterday, you can listen to yesterday's show. It's a way to get a national registry to see who has firearms. So when they want to take them, they know exactly who has them. You can listen to yesterday's show. But here's how much of a fraud and a fake this loser is. NBC Bay Area, June 2020. Warriors Steve Kerr backs an effort to remove police from Oakland schools. So just keep in mind, Steve Kerr's position, no guns for you in the schools. Just let the kids, what, be preyed on? What, what, are, you, what are you saying, Steve? What do you, what do you, what do you say? Maybe stick to basketball. You're not even uh, really good at that. Maybe a decent coach, but he, a player, he was like a, a fifth stringer. Maybe stick to that stuff. Better than me. You're not very good at the whole facts thing. Always lying, folks. People of the lie. Here's more evidence. So not only they lie to you about gun control, not only they lie to you about good guys with a gun, not only is AOC lying to you about uh, undercounting of white supremacy and right-wing violence, nothing they tell you is true ever. They told you for, what, a year and a half that, well, they've told you for longer than that, but specifically about Georgia's voter integrity bill, that it was definitely an effort to target minorities to suppress their ability to vote. We've heard it over and over again, so much so that Major League Baseball actually pulled their all-star game and corporations were forced to issue statements to say, we reject this voter law in Georgia because it is definitely going to suppress the vote. Matter of fact, even after showing to you the commitment of evil people of a lie, even after Georgia's record early turnout came in, so if... if uh, again, Joe, just checking. If you're engaged in a mass voter suppression effort like Major League Baseball, Stacey Abrams, and left-wing corporations told us, then that would have failed miserably if the vote wasn't suppressed. As a matter of fact, set new records for turnout. Right? I'm not. Am I? Am I? Is there a? Is there a logic chain deficiency there? Epic I, fail. I man. think I'm. Epic fail. Oh, oh yeah, it is an epic. It failed. It would be the worst voter suppression effort ever. Ever. I mean, think about it the other way, because I know liberals, you know, you're really dumb. So I get you have a really hard time doing logic chains. Imagine engaging in a voter turnout effort. We call GOTV. We run get out to vote and then finding out you had the lowest rate of voter turnout for any candidate running in 30 years. 
Wouldn't you say, wow, we really sucked at that? You would. But of course, if you're a lefty and a person of the lie, it doesn't matter. You're so committed to the lie. You knew it was a lie. You can't let the lie go even afterwards. Here's the dunces at Axios. Republicans, but he's a Republican, he's pounced. I didn't even, you know what? We, dude, we, this was such a moment for, I didn't even catch it. This is a pounce story. This is time, well, I'll have to skip, skip the stinger today. Yeah, Republicans parade, parade. Republicans parade Georgia's record early turnout. They don't acknowledge they lied about voter suppression. Here, here's what they call a reality check. This is Andrew Solander, Alexi McCammond, and Emma Hurt. Uh, Emma, yes, this does hurt. Reading this kind of stupid definitely hurts. It's an appropriate last name. They say reality check. Rejection rates for provisional ballots won't be available till after the election. So the complete picture won't be clear for weeks. <laughs> you, are you tracking the stupid chain? So they tell you that the Georgia voter integrity bill, they tell you that this is a mass effort to suppress the vote. Not only does it not suppress the vote, but there's record turnout. Democrat turnout, Democrat turnout alone was up 30% from the last midterm in Georgia. Republican turnout was up 60%. So after that, what do you hear? Goalpost. You got to move it. No, no. Now it's about rejection rates. Now it's about rejection rates. You see what they do? This is what it looks like to hurt like Emma, to be so painfully dumb that when you get face planted big time, you become the lie. The lie is you. You can never, ever let it go. Here's Stacey Abrams. I wanted to get to this the other day, but we had breaking news, obviously. Here's Stacey Abrams. Still thinks she's lies and thinks she's the governor of Georgia still. Oh, I beat Brian Kemp. You lost my 50,000 votes. What planet? What, what truth planet do you come from? Here. Really? Well, seriously, what, what planet are you living on where you can simultaneously claim you, you won an election while losing by 50,000 votes. Am I missing something? Is this like the dopey planet? What is this? Here, here's Stacey Abrams amazingly claiming that the, uh, the, that voter turnout setting records doesn't mean there isn't voter suppression. Check this out. The question about voter suppression and voter turnout is causation without correlation. We, I'm sorry, you can make mistakes even when you know what you're talking about. It's correlation without causation. We know that increased turnout has nothing to do with suppressing. So now, again, folks, because we do facts here and we do logic and the Democrats can do neither. We have spoken so much. So Joe's probably tired of hearing it like he's tired of hearing about the black swan. But <laughs> causation and co- correlation. Just so we're clear, correlation does not mean causation. All right. I'm sorry to keep beating this up, but because winter colds, rhinoviruses, head colds, happen a lot in the winter. Does that mean the cold weather caused your cold? What happens in the winter is people touch their nose more. The air is drier. You get, you, you know, you, you touch your nose. There's a lot of mucus in the nose to compensate and uh, bacteria and viruses spread more easily. That's why it's not the cold weather. If you were to tie yourself up and put yourself out in the cold, it's not going to cause you to get a cold. But those variables are correlated, not causal. Abrams doesn't even get it right. She's like, she gets it all backwards. But here's the weird thing. Stacey Abrams herself has repeatedly made causal inferences about the voter integrity law in Georgia, saying this voter integrity law will cause voter suppression. She doesn't say anything about correlation. 
Not only is that entirely discredited, but the voter integrity law passes. Voter record sets all-time highs for them, meaning voter integrity law is correlated, correlated, not causal, but correlated with higher turnout. And what does she do? She goes around and makes the exact opposite argument. Oh, no, causation is in correlation. Yeah, correlation doesn't work either. I'm saying this is too much for liberals. I get it. I'm going to move on because really liberals can't process any of this. Stacey Abrams is a tier one level dunce and people are falling for this crap. By the way, here's Hillary Clinton herself, not only making a causal link, causal link between these laws and voter suppression. Here, listen to yourself. So Hillary, you probably noticed there were some shocking hijinks during the last election. Um, we, we know several things. Uh, we know a lot of voters had their votes suppressed. Uh, I believe Stacey Abrams should have been the governor of Georgia. She makes a causal inference. Georgia, voter suppression, Stacey Abrams was cheated. Voter suppression caused Stacey Abrams to be cheated. She has no evidence of causation, correlation, any of that. And what did the barking seals in the audience do? <laughs> yeah. People of the lie. Folks, here's the cover of that book. It's been a bestseller forever. I read the book. He also wrote another great book called The Road Less Traveled. M. Scott Peck, he is a medical doctor. He has since passed. But the book, I, I, I highly, highly recommend. It's not about politics. I don't, I don't know what his politics were. I don't care. He's, I'm, I'm not trying to you know, slap a political legacy on this guy. The book's not political at all. But it is an important book. It's called People of the Lie, The Hope for Healing Human Evil. I, I've, I've read this book you know, multiple times. And the premise of the book is a simple one. He interviewed you know, hundreds, if not thousands of people with real prominent mental health disorders. He was a psychiatrist. And he, come, he came to some really profound uh, conclusions that evil, people who are genuinely evil, regardless of how they got that way, that they do nothing but lie. Their lives are a lie. Their whole lives are people of the lie. And the lies are meant to distract them from their own failures rather than face what they did. Sound familiar? People of the lie. All right, let me move on. Uh, just a quick promo on my Fox show, Saturday night, 9 p.m. I have a loaded show for you lined up with experts on what you can do to secure yourself in the event of an active shooter scenario, your school, your kid's school. Um, it's we're gonna, I, it, it's going to be a really good show. I've got some people from the security space coming on, and uh, we're going to do what the left won't do, and we're going to talk about you know potential fixes to, to lower the risk of these things happening again. It's what I did in my last line of work, and I owe it to you, the audience. Don't miss it. Um, set your DVR. Let me get to this and we'll get to Stacey Abrams and people covering for Stacey Abrams because it's not just good enough for Stacey Abrams to lie. Other people have to make sure they cover for Stacey Abrams lies. Lying about lying. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. 
Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Okay. So it's not just, you know, good enough, of course, that Hillary Clinton and Stacey Abrams lie and apparently don't know the difference between causation and correlation. They do. They just lie. People have to lie about Stacey Abrams lies. Remember when Stacey Abrams, again, thinks she's the governor of Georgia, is running for what she thinks is re-election right now? Remember when she hated the Georgia law so much, uh, insisting and implying that it was going to cause voter suppression? You remember that? We just talked about it. Yeah. Well, at the time, she wrote an opinion piece, I'll get to in a second, an opinion piece where she winked and nodded that the Major League Baseball Association should definitely get its its all-star game out of Georgia. You should do that. Well, when it blew up in her face because a bunch of businesses in, in, in what's really interesting, a largely minority area, uh, we're going to lose business. All of a sudden, Stacey Abrams, who's a coward, has always been a coward, had to backtrack and had to go edit that op-ed because, gosh, political fallout for me saying something dumb. Stacey Abrams, we can't have that. Hilariously, PolitiFact, which is always a source of humor for the show, that the fact that they have fact in, the, in, that, in their actual, uh, in their title is quite hilarious. Here's Lewis Jacobson, our fact-checker moron of the day, Lewis jumps right in. So, of course, because Stacey Abrams is running for governor again on a lie, they have to go cover for her boycott of her own state, which, by the way, she thinks is the worst state to live in, too. That's another Stacey Abrams gem. Here's Politifar's Lewis Jacobson. Stacey Abrams supported the MLB boycott. False, he says. No, she didn't support the baseball all-star game boycott of Atlanta. Okay, now, Lewis Jacobson. Look at Lewis, poor guy. And Michael Moore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him and Michael Moore should get together, have a couple more Big Macs or something. So here is the op-ed Stacey Abrams wrote here uh, that was later edited in USA Today. Quote, the impassioned response to the racist, she's talking about the voting bill, racist classist bill that is now the law of Georgia, the impassioned response, you know, is to boycott in order to achieve change. Am I, guys, am I reading this correctly? Can everybody read this one just to make sure? Because Lewis can't apparently read. And she notes further, events hosted by Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball. Oh, she's not only that, world-class soccer, college sports, and dozens of Hollywood films hang in the balance. Hmm. At the same time, activists urge Georgians to swear off of hometown products to express our hours. So boycott your own hometown too. She says, until we hear clear, unequivocal statements that show Georgia-based companies get what's at stake, I can't argue with an individual's choice to opt for their competition. Um, <laughs> so that was her original op-ed where she has, she claims that the impassioned response is to boycott her, her, her words, folks, her, her words, Lewis, you know, Lewis can't read, he works at PolitiFact, expecting him to be able to read the comprehension level of a sixth grader. I know is asking a lot. Stacey Abrams, of course, had to update that later, which they allowed, which is kind of bizarre, um, but not for the left because they got to cover for Stacey Abrams. Here she notes the impassioned and understandable response. She had to throw that in there to the racist classist bill that's now the Lord George's to boycott in order to achieve change. 
Here's the updates here. Events that can bring millions of dollars to struggling families hang in the balance. Major League Baseball pulled both its all-star game and its draft from Georgia. She notes, she notes, here you go, Joe. Here's this, throws it right in, which could cost our state nearly $100 million in, in lost revenue. Rather than accept responsibility for their craven actions, Republican leaders blame me and others who have championed voting rights. Their faux outrage is designed to hide the fact that they prioritize making it harder for people of color to vote. This is, uh, this is ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. This is a full, Guy said it right. This is a full Republicans pounce rewrite where she blames Republicans for pouncing on her calls to boycott her own state she thinks is the worst in the country. She actually goes back and they let her USA Today re- new, uh, rewrite this. Louis, uh, Louis Jacobson knows this. Louis Jacobson has zero credibility. It's PolitiFact. What is the golden rule of PolitiFact? Bill McCarthy, Tom Kircher, and others. Whatever they say, you are guaranteed to believe the opposite is in fact true. It works every time. If they say Stacey Abrams did not support the boycott, you have to do the 180, dipsy do flip a which means they absolutely supported the boycotts because they lie all the time. By the way, Bill McCarthy is at Bill D. McCarthy um, on Twitter. I appreciate all of you tweeting to him, uh, Bill McCarthy, and, uh, and asking him why he still hasn't collected his 100,000 cash. It is a sincere offer. 100,000 cash. He's going to have to pay the taxes. I already paid him. Okay. I paid him on the money I earned. 100,000 cash. I am not kidding. I will take a photo of the money if he needs to. I will give him his hundred. He's a fact checker at PolitiFact. He said I said something about healthy cities. He said I stated it. It's, it was in his fact check. He still has not collected his $100,000 to show me where I said that. Of course, I mean, he works at PolitiFact, but Lewis Jacobson. So, you know, what do you expect? You know what? Let me get to my last sponsor. And I want to show you a quick update on the hilarity that's breaking down at the Michael Sussman Spygate trial. How, again, they lie to your face, to your face, and they expect you to believe it. But that's what they do when you're a person of the lie. Okay, just quick, because I want to, a couple other things I want to get to. I got a lot of stories I missed yesterday. The lies, the lies, the lies. So yesterday, you know the trial's going on. The Hillary Clinton affiliated lawyer, Michael Sussman, he's on trial for lying to the FBI about where he got the tip about Trump collusion, right? He's saying, no, no, no. You know, I wasn't, I, I didn't go on behalf of any client. That's what he told the FBI, right? So Charlie Savage, who, you know, whatever, but he was, he was in the trial yesterday and he commented in a tweet here. He says, the defense's theory, Sussman, was that Sussman was working for basically the Clinton campaign and Jaffe when he sought to get reporters to write about Alpha Bank. But he says he was not working for any client like Hillary Clinton when he brought the info to the FBI. He did that on his own to give them a heads up. So just to be clear, Hillary's lawyer, who had this BS collusion tip, is saying, you know what, when I went to the FBI with it, I wasn't working on behalf of Hillary or any client. Well, that's kind of a problem. Hat tip the great Hans Monkey who picked this out. Well, here was some testimony from Sussman a while ago. They asked him, hey, uh, let me ask you this question. When you, talking to Sussman, decided to engage the two principals, Mr. Baker, who's the FBI lawyer in September, and the general counsel of the redacted in December, you were doing that on your own volition based on information another client provided you. Is that correct? Here's Sussman. No. So what was? So did your client direct you to have those conversations? Yes. 
So in court yesterday, apparently defense is saying, no, no, they didn't direct me to have those conversations, except he said the exact opposite before. See, the thing about lying is, you know, you have to remember your lies, you know? You know, when you lie about how many home runs you hit in a baseball game, if you ask people to tell the story over and over, the number's going to change. I hit six. No, four. You hit six home runs? No, seven. You just told me six. I mean four. But you just said seven. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say seven? I meant six. But you just said four. I found during my experience as a Secret Service agent that the best way to catch the bad guys in a lie was just to get them to tell the story multiple times because they would never, ever remember the details. This is what it's like to lie about everything all the time. Folks, the narrative is about to change. Um, of course, you know, the, the Uvalde tragedy is tough for all of us to grasp. The stories get uh, more atrocious every day. They're tough to listen to. I get it. I had to turn off the news last night myself. But it's just disgusting that it's turned into a narrative battle with the left. Not a battle to make sure we harden the schools. None of that which I'm going to cover again on my show this weekend because I think it's important. They're already trying to say, because apparently there was an armed school uh, security officer there, they're already going with the good guy with the gun doesn't work. It's absolutely disgusting. They're already insisting that armed security is not the answer. It's only going to be gun control. Absolutely committed to make your kid sheep. Folks, I'm asking you on the left. Conservatives, you can put the show on pause or whatever, but to the left out there. I'm begging you not to follow this advice. I'm begging you as a father. I'm begging you right now. Put aside your political hate for me for a moment. I am begging you as a father, as a citizen of this country, and someone who spent 10 years plus of his life in security. If you go with this gun control thing and try to stop reasonable people from putting armed security officers in schools, you are just asking for another one of these events. Now, again, it's, it, clarity is important. I am not here to tell you that an armed school resource officer is going to stop every school shooting. They may not even stop the majority of them. But I'm here to tell you from experience in this space that what these things do, these security measures, and people do, armed school security officers, man traps, gates, fences, is when all of these variables are combined, they reduce the probability that an event is going to happen. And if it does happen, a school shooting, God forbid, it buys time. What is time buy? Time buys the ability to think through a plan. The ability to think through a plan allows for escape and options. I can't use the example enough that we did not in the Secret Service go to the president and say, hey, the chances of an assassination are absolutely zero. Don't worry. They, nobody does that. What we do is we say we have so many security measures in place that are going to buy us enough time that, God forbid, if something happens, we think we have a solid evacuation plan. And we think we have so many security measures in place that I think it's going to dissuade a lot of people from doing it. The left only wants to take your guns. If your kids become a victim later, they don't care at all. They are going to go after the what they call the good guy with a gun theory. Please do not take my word for anything. I want you to do your own research. Go to Twitter today. Put in good guy with a gun theory and watch. It's all leftists. Oh, good guy with a gun. They didn't stop anyone in Uvalde. This is all crap. 
They conveniently leave these stories out. Daily Caller, 22-year-old with concealed carry, stops Tennessee church, uh, Tennessee church shooter after he shot seven people. They leave out other stories like Stephen Williford in Sutherland Springs. Texas church shooting, not the first time a good guy with a gun takes down a mass shooter. That story's from 2017. You can read it in the newsletter today. Goes through a bunch of incidents where a good guy with a gun stopped this. But again, folks, they have to lie. So what they do is they set up a straw man argument, an argument nobody's making. That's what a straw man argument is. I, I know the conservatives get that. There are liberals listening. We have to be very slow. A straw man argument is an argument you fight that nobody's actually making. So the left straw man argument here is going to be, oh, you say an armed school resource officer stops every school shooting? That's not look at what happened in Uvalde. Nobody said, no, nobody I know who's serious, nobody I know who's serious about this. And has any experience in the physical security space is saying nobody, nobody. What we're saying is it's an obstructive measure. It obstructs, it buys time. It may stop the event. It may not. But it's better than the alternative, which is your kids being sheep. But of course, they lie. That's all they do. Here, you want to see a blatant one right here? This is how the polling lies. Here's two different headlines on the same day. Washington Examiner, Paul Bedard. Gun control, not the answer to mass shootings. This is a Rasmussen poll. Politico, playbook this morning. New poll shows huge support for gun restrictions. You see how when you massage the questions in a certain way, you get whatever answer you want because you're looking for a narrative, a narrative. You're not looking for any fixes. That's not my game. All right, moving on. A couple of stories I missed yesterday. Um, folks, the corporate wokeism has gotten out of control, but we're fighting back and it's starting to work. Did you read this story? The great Jennifer Van Lauren, Red State. I, 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 I can't encourage you in strong enough terms to read this because it's a chest up, ch- a ch- chin out, chest up, uh, a chest out, chin up moment. Let's get that backwards. State Farm executive apologizes to angry agents, says we made a mistake with our involvement. Did you hear about this? State Farm agents across the country feel that angry calls on Monday from customers who are threatening to cancel their policies or flat out cancel them after hearing news at State Farm had partnered with the Gender Cool Project to donate books regarding transgenderism and gender fluidity to schools in order to increase representation of LGBTQ plus books and support our communities in having challenging, empowering, and important conversations with children, Joe, age five plus. Like a good neighbor, State Farm isn't there. State Farm. You spoken to your agent about this? You should. And it's working. Listen, State Farm and others, you, you want to get involved in wokeism, sexualizing kids five plus, and be prepared to suffer the business consequences. You know, free speech kind of works both ways. You're free to say whatever you want as a company, and we're free to not use you. Finally, last story for today. Uh, folks, this is really uh, this is an important one. ABC News, Ohio man charged with plot to assassinate former President George W. Bush. Folks, uh, plots to assassinate presidents and former presidents, sadly, I mean, if there was ever an area of expertise I had, this, sadly aren't new. Um, that's not, I mean, obviously, it's, a, it's, it's an awful story. We get that. I mean, I did this for a living. 
But I'm telling you, this stuff isn't new. What's fascinating about this story is that the person who's alleged to have hatched this plot planned to use our poorest borders and awful immigration policy as a way to implement it. As I said to you, you know, there's a penalty for our open borders. Borders are not meant to be suggestions. A country isn't a, isn't a country. It's merely a suggestion of a country if it doesn't have definable, defensible borders. You think people around the world don't talk? Folks, they know this. They know you can sneak people in our border. And we're not just talking about people who want to assassinate politicians. We're talking about fentanyl traffickers, sex traffickers, counterfeit money traffickers, and the worst of the worst. Secure your borders. And we're not going to have a country. All right. Thanks for tuning in. A small request on the way out. Please subscribe to my podcast. We had a little drop in the charts this week. I was a little, I, it's probably due to the holiday, but I'm not used to uh, being out of the top couple spots. Uh, so if you would subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, I would really appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot to us. It's the subscriptions to the show. They're free, free, free. I hate the word subscription, but the button does say subscribe. It's the subscriptions that help us move up the charts and help other people find us. It keeps our marketing costs to a minimum. Thanks to you. So please subscribe. We would really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. I will see you on the radio show. And oh, questions for tomorrow's podcast as well. If you want to submit them, I'll put the post up on my Locals account, locals.com. I'm at Bongino over there. Submit your questions for tomorrow. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.